Welcome to Animals to the Max. I'm your host, Corbin Maxey. This show is about animals and the people who dedicate their lives to them. And welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Animals to the Max podcast. I'm your host, Corbin Maxey. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the show. Wow. I sounded really excited during that intro. I guess, you guys, I have a good reason to be excited because I am talking to probably someone who runs my favorite Instagram handle. I swear, you guys, I am talking today to hobbyist videographer Daniel Cook. Now, Daniel Cook actually recorded something that has never, ever been recorded in history. That is right, you guys. In history, this has never been recorded. He recorded a whale surfing with some surfers in Australia. The video blew up. It went viral. And my wife's the one who actually, she actually showed me the video and she was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And I literally, I, I I looked at the video, and by the way, if you have not seen it, I'll include the links in the show notes, but it is incredible. It's like crystal, you know, blue water with surfers, and then you see this dark shape of a whale surfing with the surfers, and the footage will just literally take your breath away. And after talking to Daniel during this podcast interview, I find out that, oh my gosh, this is the first time in history this has ever been recorded, a very rare occurrence of this whale in the area and also surfing, quote unquote, with humans. The footage is absolutely spectacular. So I had a really, really good time talking to Daniel and talking to him about how he, you know, captured this drone footage. And so if you are into the ocean, if you're into whales, marine life, surfing, into drones, you will absolutely love this podcast interview. And like I said, I had no idea this had never been captured before. And we have the exclusive podcast interview with Daniel. He is such a cool guy. We also talk about sharks during the interview. We talk about what happens if you are attacked by a shark in Australia. Mind you, it is extremely rare, but they do have sharks. He just captured a nurse shark, which they're pretty harmless in the area with his drone. So I I just find it so fascinating. So we discuss that. Now, of course, you guys know what I'm going to do. I'm going to promote our Patreon page because on Patreon, you are able to listen to exclusive after show interviews. And it's a great incentive to join you guys to join us for Patreon only exclusive interviews. So Daniel hangs out with me in the after show. We talk even more about the whales, the best time to visit Australia, a bunch of really fun topics. He also gives advice for those of you wanting to possibly work a drone, a bunch of fun stuff there. I always have a fun time with the after show, especially on Patreon. If you want to join us for the after show, just head on over to patreon.com slash animals to the max, and I will include a link in the show notes. Also, before we get to this interview, I encourage you to follow me on your social channels, on Facebook, on Instagram, and TikTok. For some reason, you guys, our our TikTok page is really, really exploding and it's on fire, which is a really, really good thing. We are getting a lot of viral videos and we are appreciating all the support. We are nearing about a half a million followers. If you're not following us on TikTok, go ahead, give me a follow. I also go live usually daily on TikTok and I'm also active on my YouTube channel with weekly YouTube videos. Man, that's a lot of plugging. Okay, with that said, you guys, let's get to it. Let's talk about the surf whale video. Daniel, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. I'm excited to be here. 
Okay, so you have the best account on Instagram. <laughs> That's a big statement. I'm not sure it's the best account, but um, yeah, I'm working on it. it. It looks okay at the moment. No, it is. It's the best account, man. I am serious. Like, and my wife's the one who found it, and she was like, "Honey, look at this video of surfers with a whale." And it was what drone footage? Is that how you captured it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was uh, a very uh, lucky. Uh, lucky time to actually be out with the drone and yeah, got a very special moment. It was a special viral moment. We saw it on a page and it got millions of views. And I initially, I, I reached out to you and I'm like, Hey, can I reshare this? And I thought, wait a second. I think you would be a really good podcast guest just to, I don't know, man. I feel like you have all the qualifications. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I, I try to anyway, but, um, yeah, it's, it's exciting to be on the show anyway. So yeah, I'm yeah. Happy. Well, so if someone has not seen your Instagram, what is your Instagram handle so they can look really quick? It's the.drone.dc. Okay. So the Drone DC. The Drone DC. And if you have not seen this video, it's what we just talked about. It's of it's aerial footage of surfers in crystal clear blue water, I guess, and you see a whale with the surfers and it's just like, dude, the it, the footage is breathtaking. Yeah, it's amazing footage. And um, when the footage first came out, I was contacted by a lot of marine biologists and uh, people out in the industry. Uh, and they said that this is an event that's never been witnessed before. So it's a once in a lifetime event and very much it's actually the first time ever been seen. So that's why it sparks so much interest. The first, I didn't realize that the first time it's ever been captured on film and seen. Well, uh, not only that, but they didn't even know that this uh, that this behaviour was practiced by whales. So it was a first not only to be captured, but first time ever seen. Okay. And you have to forgive me. I live in Idaho. I'm in a landlocked state, man. Mate, I don't have the... Mate, I sound so American. There you go. You can tell we've been talking. I'm already, I'm already rubbing off on you. I'm already... Mate, do I have an accent to you, by the way? Absolutely. But really? I have a lot of friends from the US, so uh, I'm, I'm used to it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's so weird. When, okay. Yeah. I, anyway, so long story short is I, I live in Idaho. I'm a landlocked state. I am not that familiar with like my whale species. What whale, uh, what whale was it that was swimming with the surfers? So it's called a Brutus whale. Uh, so originally it's spelled B-R-Y-D-E-S. Uh, originally when, uh, when I took the footage, my partner and I didn't know what kind of whale it was. So we started researching. We thought they were minke whales, but then uh, the, the footage went up. I put the post up and with a little description along along the way. And then I was promptly uh, corrected by a number <laughs> of marine biologists and people contacting me. No, that's this whale, that's that whale. And so I've since edited uh, the, <laughs> the, the, the description and then put it up. So, um, yes, we'll correct it that it is a, a Brutus whale, which is spelled B-R-Y-D-E-S, so a little bit uh, of a different spelling on how it's pronounced. Um, what is that again? Can you say that slower? B-R-Y? So B-R-Y-D-E apostrophe S. So it's it's spelled bride, Okay. But it's but it's pronounced Brutus. Man, and I'm sure people online let you know that, right, too, right? Oh, yeah. I'm sure after this podcast, we're going to get corrected again. But uh, hopefully I've got it right. Yeah. Were you able to go back and edit the caption, though? Because on Reels, I thought you weren't able to edit that. So did you just take it down and re-upload it? Uh, yeah. So, I, I mean, things went absolutely crazy. So there was a couple of uh, pieces of footage that went up. 
the, the first piece was an IGTV. It was about a two-minute video. And bearing in mind that I, I had no idea about the magnitude of uh, this footage. That I didn't. Ha I had no idea that uh, this had never never been seen before, and that there was going to be so much interest. So. I just popped it up and and then I got contacted by so many people that said, dude, you have to take this footage down. This is such a rare event that you need to take it down and um, people are going to want to see this and, and use it for documentaries and and news reels and things like that. So, um, and I, I've, I've got a friend who works in the news space and we we're actually on a, a, a road trip at the time when we caught the footage. And he said, hey, Cookie, um, my name's Daniel Cook, so everyone calls me Cookie. Hey, Cookie, you've got to take this footage down, man. We want to put it on um, uh, Triple M Radio, Channel 9 News, want to do an interview with you, and, and then basically pull it back. So I had to basically take the footage down. What? And then from there um, do, uh, do some interviews with it. I was on the Today Show, Channel 9 over here in Australia. And then after that, it was a matter of, okay, you can then release it. So... In that short frame of time, which was less than 24 hours, I got contacted by heaps of people. And in that period was when I got corrected on the species because people <laughs> saw it and it's like, it's gone straight away. It's out in social media world. And then people are saying, oh no, that it's not a Mickey whale. It's this type of whale, it's this type of whale. So heaps of DMs and then eventually I corrected it. So, um, so in the process of that, it went up, uh, um, it got corrected. And, and yeah, so, um, yeah, so what you see on my Instagram account now, um, is not the original that was actually out. It was shot, um, near the end of September, start of October. I've since reposted it just with a little bit of an extended version, uh, there, and it has the correct species and everything, uh, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, wait. So how many views did it have when you took it down? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. It was, how many? It was pretty it's pretty overwhelming. How many? Went, like went. A, a million, a few thousand? Uh, I couldn't tell you. I, honestly, I couldn't tell you. Like, um, there's been so many uh, pages that have taken it and reposted it, and they've got millions of views uh, across. Like, they've got millions of followers, um, and then as a result, have got million uh, millions of views, and then there's been shares from the reposts and so on. So I, I couldn't really tell you how many uh, views the video but has had. But no, but but the one when when your news friend said you need to take this down, mm. like how many views did your video have? Like at that oh. time in twenty four hours? Oh, uh, thousands. Yeah, and, and thousands, you and you thousands, yeah. and you had to hit delete. Yeah, well, I mean, you, you got to. I had no idea about the about how important or how, the magnitude of the footage. So for me to actually put it up first, firstly was. Why? Hey, I thought this is a cool thing. And I just want to share. It. I want to share it with my friends. So then, when experts started contacting me about it, it's like, wow, this thing might actually be um, a little bit bigger than what I had first realized. So uh, yeah, it wasn't. It was. It was very innocent. Just put it out. Um, we were on holiday at the time. We were doing a road trip from Sydney all the way up to Byron Bay, and we captured this footage at Lennox Head on the way back. So, um, and it was just by chance that we dropped in to Lennox Head and it was just by chance that I threw the drone up um, because we weren't even looking for whales. We, we uh, had come into Lennox Head, we went up to the headland, we wanted to have a look around, have a bit of lunch and there was a big swell coming through that day 
And we sat on the uh, on the side of the hill at Lennox Head on the south end, got some hectic waves coming through heaps of surfers, and there were a bunch of dolphins, a pot of dolphins just um, floating around. And my partner loves dolphins. I love getting footage of any kind of wildlife like that out in, out in the water. And so I said to Emily, oh, maybe I should go get the drone and put it up. And I did, I put it up. And then in the process of filming these dolphins into the top left-hand uh, shot came this whale. And so it was just, wow, it's, um, it's out there. So I'll just kind of follow it around uh, from there. Stayed back from it and just let it let it do its thing. And um, with the drone, you kind of switch in between video and, and photo. I had been very much a photo focused kind of um, drone um, uh, photographer, I guess. But I was playing around with the video a little bit more. But and that was yeah, maybe about ten minutes or so into the flight that we got that epic footage of the whale kind of scooping in and then taking uh, dropping in on that other surfer uh, and took his wave. So wow. cool. I think it's so cool. And I had no idea that that was the first time that had ever been recorded because on the Instagram handle we saw, I, I forgot, I think at ocean page, I don't know. They have like millions of oh, yeah. followers. Um, yeah. but theirs was very like the caption was very like, I don't know, like this. If you like surfing in whales, <laughs> it was like, yeah. <laughs> there was no like information about where it was or what type, yeah. you know, what type of whale yeah. I had no idea going into this interview. That was the first time it's ever been recorded. That is insane. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty crazy. And then, I mean, with social media, a lot of people are putting the incorrect location up <laughs> as well. They're saying it's Byron Bay. Byron Bay is nearby. It's, a, it's about 20, 20, uh, minutes south. Oh, sorry. Um, Lennox is 20 minutes south of Byron Bay. So it's got kind of uh, a similar location. Everybody knows Byron Bay in Australia and probably worldwide uh, as well um, because, um, you know, a, a lot of famous people uh, live up there. But um, yeah, with, with social media, it, it was kind of one of those things that I didn't even know at the time that it was that rare. So that's why I kind of got to that point where it's like, wow, th this thing really is a lot bigger than what I first realized. Yeah, and by the way, please for my listeners in the states, when they hear Bar and Bay, they're like, "Wait, what is he? Where, where, <laughs> where is this in Australia?" Just give us, okay. give us an idea. Okay, so uh, I live in Sydney. Okay. So, um, so you probably know uh, Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane. Uh, you have Adelaide and Perth. So Sydney is on the east coast okay. of Australia. Melbourne is southeast, and Brisbane is. Uh, about a thousand kilometers north, so still on the east uh, east coast. So uh, you basically travel. Uh, you can go a thousand a thousand uh, kilometers south to go to Melbourne, or a thousand kilometers north to go to Brisbane. Um, Byron Bay is about uh, an hour and a half south of Brisbane. So oh, if you're traveling, okay. it's it's far far north coast New South Wales. So it's around about half an hour from the border between New South Wales. And Queensland. So New South Wales is the state that Sydney is in, and Brisbane is the capital of Queensland. Yes. So it's yeah, it's about uh, an hour, half an hour south of the border from Queensland. Okay, and I know Brisbane because that's where the world famous Australia Zoo is from. The, you know the 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 crocodile yeah. hunter. So if I'm at yeah. the Australia Zoo, I could drive south an hour and a half, and I would end yeah. up where this was shot. Around about yeah, that's right. Oh my God. Perfect, man. That yeah. is, oh, that's insane. So uh, this, okay. So the Brutus whale, am I pronouncing that right? I hope so. 
I think so. <laughs> man, I anyway, I'm just so over people correcting people on social media, man. I anyway, I could yeah. Anyway, so I'm 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 happy they yeah. did. I'm hopefully people were nice about it. Anyway, the 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 Brutus whale are these commonly seen in the area? Um, I think from what I was I have been told again, I'm not an expert. Is that to see a Brutus whale and to do that that style of fishing that they were doing? Uh, is very rare for Australia. Uh, oh. Typically, um, so the reason the we, we managed to catch, uh, capture the surfing whale, the whale surfing, is because there was a big bait ball. And what they were doing is just going after the fish. So um. in order for them to get momentum, they were riding waves through in to get uh, the bait ball, eat, eat fish, get, get lunch. So that behavior where they're kind of uh, swimming in and then scooping up with their mouth isn't regularly seen anywhere um, apart from the colder climate stows down in Antarctica and things like that. So um, it was rare both to, to see that that type of whale and also that kind of um, behavior of them fishing in that format. Man, I hate to, I, I guess I should have known this with a little bit of background. Well, I have some, some background in animal behavior, but it just looks like the whales are just enjoying the waves like the surfers. Oh, absolutely. I mean, they were having a lovely time and I, I don't know how long they were out there before we even got there. But um, it was both, they were enjoying the, the waves, the uh, dolphins were enjoying the waves as well. Um, I actually brought the drone back and it had been up for about half an hour, 45 minutes or so, I changed the batteries out. And you know one of those epic shots where you get the surfer who's surfing along and then the whale? Yeah. Oh, sorry, uh, the, the dolphin kind of jumping up next to it. It's, I just brought the drone back and then you see this surfer coming through and this uh, beautiful dolphins like jumping out of the waves with it. So it's a beautiful synergy between the surfer and the dolphin, both uh both enjoying the waves and surfing them so it was a it was a lovely experience for the surfer the dolphins and the whale all together you don't think some of the surfers were having a panic attack and just crapping their pants (laughs) so yes absolutely so um if you see so the the shot behind me is um uh, you might be able to see that um and that's actually on my instagram as well so that's that is the surfing whale what i've dubbed the, the surfing whale there's a surfer just on top of the, the, the cusp of the wave. So that fellow uh, managed to find me through uh, Instagram. And we, we've since uh, had a conversation, we've spoken a number of times on the phone, and he didn't realize what was underneath him. So he turned around and tried to catch the wave, and then the, the whale came through and basically cut him off. And he thought it was a great white shark coming through. Oh, my God. And so, uh, obviously, very frightened. And then he was, like, a little bit shook up. And then his mate who, who, was, uh, who he was surfing with and said, oh, it's a whale. And so he was buzzing after that. Um, there were heaps of, heaps of surfers around. They knew that there were whales in the area. So, and there were dolphins around as well. So, it's, uh, yeah, it's both a scary and an amazing, uh, amazing time for those surfers out there and and funnily enough like um the bait ball is kind of moving around everywhere nobody's really too worried about any sharks or anything like that coming through the whales and the dolphins basically had had their uh, had had the waves to themselves so there was no other uh, marine life to be seen apart from those two 
So why were they comfortable that the whales and dolphins were there? Because they may have, um, I don't know, would they have uh, acted different if a shark was in the area, I'm assuming? Is that what you were? Yeah, possibly. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, obviously with uh, the surfers uh, thought that it was a shark that was coming through, he automatically um, got, got scared. But when his mate told him it was a whale, he was feeling a lot better about it. So, um, okay. but I, I'm sure that the, the surfers uh, would see um, see marine life around them all the time. You know, seeing a dolphin is an exciting thing, but possibly there's a bit of a stigma around about around seeing a shark. So um, two very different responses. Yeah, okay. And you've, actually, I just checked out your Instagram. And, well, yeah. I mean, just recently, I gave you a bunch yeah. of, you know, likes. And you did capture a shark, yeah. Uh, with the with the drone and sharks are um it, they're I I don't want to say they're well I don't want to say they are a problem because they're not a problem I think we're the problem we get into their environment, um but there are you know people get attacked by sharks in Australia can we talk about that? Uh sure yeah um yeah I mean I, I agree with you I don't think sharks are the problem I think we're going into uh their environment but um yeah absolutely let's talk about it yeah so you captured a shark do you know what species was that a great white you captured no i don't think so i, I think um somebody said it was a gray nurse shark oh nurse shark okay very cool okay nurse shark but you guys do have great whites though they do come in come in the area yeah. correct oh yeah my God. yeah the, the, there's a there's a number of uh drone pages that i follow um that uh, post up in particular areas uh, that do have uh, a, a higher uh, sighting of great whites and things like that. So, uh, yeah, I mean, they're definitely here. Um, we have a lot of safety measures in for swimmers. So I actually live by the beach in Sydney at D in DY, and they've got a drone set up. So the, the Surf Life Saving Club has uh, a mobile tent. They put somebody over with the drone and they, they fly the drone up and down the beach where the flags are. So it, it's safe for, for everybody. Although sharks uh, are seen every now and then, it's not something that's uh, that happens very often, but there's safety precautions in place. So it, I think all you have to uh, do is be smart about it. Yeah, I think so. Are you more scared to get into the ocean or into a river, let's say, in northern Australia with the saltwater crocs? Oh, definitely northern Australia. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I came back. I've been for a swim today already. So, um, yeah, I, I definitely going up to the rivers in northern uh, <laughs> northern australia would be very scary and i had a like kind of a a going joke or a discussion with some friends uh who would win the fight between a great white shark and a crocodile and it would be interesting to see who actually said what and for me i actually think i'd be more scared of the crocodile than the great white great white shark oh god yeah 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 but um I mean, I, I've been swimming with sharks. I went over to Hawaii um, and we did um, the sh uh, shark dive out of the cage uh, up at Haleiwa. Uh, that was an amazing experience. A lot of uh, reef sharks. Okay. Um, so they basically pick you up and they take you a couple of kilometers offshore. And there's a particular spot where there's um, a shark dive and they throw your mask and your snorkel on and you swim out and then you keep as a bunch and then the, the sharks kind of swing by, check you out and yeah, it's an amazing experience. A little bit, um, I was a little bit nervous definitely when I first did it, but it was an amazing experience. So you're definitely in their territory. And so if you're staying respectful of that, 
um, I think that's a uh, better way to approach that and anything, you know, um, even with the rivers in northern Australia, uh, be respectful that they are um, at the top of the food chain up there. So Ooh. we're not the top of the food chain when we get in the water. So, um, yeah, to answer your question, definitely be more comfortable in the water than jumping in a river up north. Yeah, I just had a podcast uh, guest on yesterday. I interviewed her, Marissa. She is in Belize studying giant crocodiles in Belize. And she was almost, she said she thought she was going to die from like a 14 foot American crocodile. And the story, like of being in the water and just like, oh my God, that, that, that would be terrifying. I agree with you. I would way rather be in with a great white than a crocodile. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah. But what yeah, I think. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, you, you go ahead. Uh, I, I think mainly the, the shark would check you out. Sure. Before doing anything, you see a lot of vision, and I, I follow a lot of people on Instagram, uh, like Juan Sharks and things like that. Like they come over and they look at you, it's, uh, and check you out to see whether you're food. Whereas I, I feel like a crocodile. Oof. If it sees you, it'll line you up, and then it just go for you. So. Oh, yeah. that would not be a good way to go. So I have a question since, I mean, yeah. so you just said you just took a dip in the ocean today. How nice that must be. God, that's so cool. Um, amazing. <laughs> oh man. I mean, I live, I live on the snake river. I could take a dip in the river, which is nice, but nothing like a blue ocean, but what do you do? I mean, what is shark safety? Like if you are attacked by a shark, what do you do? Uh, wow. Um, well, hopefully you've got people there who can help you. Sure. Uh, and uh, well, uh, uh, if you are attacked by a shark, it might be something that um, obviously you're going to be bleeding. So it's probably something that you're going to need to stem the bleeding, get out of the water. Um, and okay. hopefully you've got people who are around you who know uh, good first aid. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know if there was something in the surfing community that's like, okay, here's what you do, like play dead or here's what you do. Don't thrash or here's what you do. Like anyway, I just was curious if there was something that they say to do. Um, Cause I'm not familiar with that. Yeah. I, I think if you were unlucky enough to be uh, attacked by a shark, I think it just goes into survival instincts. And there was a shark attack a little while ago up near snapper rocks or in around the, just above near um, about an hour or so north of, uh, of Byron Bay. And uh -huh. it's basically a matter of uh, a shark. It was late, uh, late in the afternoon, so twilight kind of time. The sh uh, shark's gone and accidentally attacked a, a surfer. And then from there, all of the surfing mates basically try to get this person out of the water. So I think it's just survival instincts that, that uh, come into play. If somebody's hurt, you're going to help your buddy. So, um, and then from there, it's just a matter of helping that person to the best of your ability. If you've got first aid training, even better. So maybe don't go surfing alone, go in a pair, have a, have a, have a surfing buddy. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you can take that into a lot of things that you do, like going hiking and things sure. like that. If you've already tell somebody where you're going at a particular time, what you're going to be doing. And if you take a buddy with you as well, that's always a, a good uh, thing to pull back on. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So I'm interested in visiting for sure. Yeah. Mate. Awesome. I'd I'm, love to have you. <laughs> no, I'm being serious. You have a spare room. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so do you, <laughs> but I mean, do you see whales and dolphins year round? Is that a stupid question? No, no, no. Um, that's it, very much coming into whale season now. So we're oh, in, uh, uh, autumn coming into autumn than winter now. So the whales are going to start uh, migrating soon. Um, there's a lot of businesses, uh, particularly in the uh, region where we live in Sydney and then who go further north. 
that build um, their, their business on whale, whale sightings and um, going out on adventures from Manly. So I'm not sure if you've heard of Manly Beach, but it's a couple of beaches just south of us. Um, but yeah, it's very much going to be whale season very soon. Um, even the same if you go over to the West Coast, so north of Perth, there's a, a place called Ningaloo Reef, and it's, it's somewhere where we are hoping to go to uh, this year if, we, if COVID lets us, um, because it's very much uh, very tight, the restrictions here in Australia. But they're doing, their whale sharks season starts around about April and goes through to the end of July, August. So now is kind of the prime time for whale species in Australia. Really? Okay, so I would need to go, and, and, and it's opposite, obviously, because it's autumn mm. there. So I would need to go April through, I'm sorry, what did you say? April through what, what month? April yes. through August would be whale season if you want to yes. go to Australia. Yes. Oh, how is, I mean, kind of side note, how is COVID in Australia? Is it pretty, is it getting more relaxed? Uh, yes, it is definitely more relaxed. So um, this time last year, we were on almost full lockdown. So every state in Australia, all the borders were shut and everything went down into a number of weeks shut down. So um, since then, things uh, restrictions have eased. Um, they've relaxed. And then uh, the government's very diligent with locking down areas or hotspots. So Melbourne got locked down a couple of times. They went on two, three, four-week lockdowns. The borders, uh, like state to state, they're, they're run by their premiers. Uh -huh. Queensland, you haven't been able to get into for a long time. Western Australia, you haven't been able to get, get into. So you are pretty much locked into your state. Um, so international travel is off the cards apart from New Zealand, which we've opened a, a travel bubble. And that was, I think it's this week that they're actually starting to open it up. Um, but otherwise, we can now travel in, interstate. But as soon as uh, there's a hotspot that pops up, most of the time, the borders get locked. Okay. And, can, yeah. So, can, can we travel to Australia or is it, is it restricted right now? It is restricted. The government has put a, oh. uh, a uh, cap on how many people can come back into Australia every week. And with that, once you turn up in Australia, you have to do a quarantine. And that's a 14-day quarantine to stay in a hotel, uh, which you have to pay for. Oh. And you can't leave your hotel room for 14 days before going out into the public. So you get taken from the airport to the hotel and you get locked into your hotel room for two weeks. But I, I thought I'm crashing with you, though. So do, do, can you not do that? <laughs> can you have to? You have to. After the two weeks. <laughs> After the two. Oh, you don't want me yeah. either. I get it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just Australia's pretty strict. Um, but also with it being so strict, that that is why we've got so little cases here. We're starting to do the vaccine rollout now. Um, I, we're also having some issues with uh, the blood clots and things like that that are happening. But um, that is nothing compared to like the rest of the world they've got uh the vaccine is coming out here we're in a, a very good place compared to the rest of the world very very nice okay so before we leave the main interview can you give someone who's listening who's dying that i have not asked this question but any yep. uh any drone 
um, footage, um, tips. I, I, I don't even know how to work a drone. I just touched one for the first time a couple days ago, actually. Um, yep. which that's a stupid thing to say, but anyway, I touched the blades, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, any, any tips if someone's flying a drone to capture wildlife or anything like that? Yeah. Well, um, so I started with a drone when uh, it was actually a gift. So I, it was something that I was interested in uh-huh. and it was a gift. I, I had back surgery and my partner gave me a drone as a gift because I'm very much a, an active person and I like to get out. And so I was, that was my exercise. So I would walk down to the beach, pop the drone up, fly it around, take some photos and videos and then, and then come home. And that's kind of the daily or weekly uh, thing that I, that I got into. So with that, it was just time after time going out and learning new things. And the more you do it, the more you get better at it. So it's definitely um, the same thing. Same goes with everything that like practice makes perfect. And that's definitely uh, what you want to do when you have a drone. Um, I also follow a lot of pages that inspire me. So if it is going to be um, drone footage or if it's going to be wildlife, uh, photographers, videographers, so people who I like and who I uh, want to get influenced by, I definitely follow them and, and take some tips from from them. And also have your own style. Like if you're going to go out and do these things, you don't want to copy it from somebody else, but like have do what makes you happy. And really, I, I've kind of gone along a route that like I, we love this color. Um, so and, and I think it's a really popular color. It, like it says the ocean. Like um, like Moana is one of our favorite like animated movies, stuff like that, and that just says, you know, um, the ocean to us. So um, things like just doing what you want to do with your videography, photography, and go out and and just have fun with it. Of course, be safe with it as well. Um, know your regulations, um, where you, how high you can fly, how far away from people you need to be, all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, go out and have fun with it. And just the same with everything. Um, I started the drone photography and I put it up on my personal account and then eventually it started to jam my feed. So I started the drone DC. Um, that's when it gets better, but don't compare yourself to from where you are eventually to where you started. It's a good comparison, but um, don't be afraid of putting something up. You know, you've yeah. got to start somewhere and then over the time, like things are going to improve. So it's just like if you go to the gym or you want to go running, run a couple of miles or whatever, you're going to have to start short, but then you, eventually you're going to run longer. So go out there, have a crack. You so, know, it's, it's a bit of fun. It's a recreation and um, yeah, educate yourself along the way. So basically what Cookie's saying is don't expect to go out and your first time in the ocean trying to capture something <laughs> like you did. That's <laughs> perfect. Yeah, I mean, what what we got was pretty amazing, and we're very lucky. It was the right place and the right time. Um, but you can take some amazing uh, photos and videos um, in any environment. So it doesn't have to be the ocean. It can be the mountains, trees, or, or whatever it may be. Um, but the, the other piece of advice is just, just review um, video settings, things like that, that are going to help your images look better. Because it's those little tips that can be the difference. Uh, like I, I didn't know anything about polarized lenses on a drone. Then a friend of mine said, oh, you know, you should get ND filters and things like that. And then that has really taken my, um, uh, the, taking the glare out of the water 
on a lot of my images. So that's taken my photography up to a next, next level. So just pick up those little tips and you don't have to do it all straight away. Just those little tips that go all um, go along and that's going to build you into a, you know, a better content producer eventually. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Daniel. I appreciate it. Once again, your Instagram handle is at the T H E dot drone, D R O N E dot D C the drone D C. Awesome. And I will put the links in the show notes. Will you stay for our after party for our after show? Absolutely, mate. Let's do it. Let's do it. Woo. And by the way, if you are listening and want to join and hear our after show interview, head on over to patreon.com slash animals to the max. I'll include a link in the show notes and you get to listen to Patreon only exclusive interviews. So here we go. Let's head on over to the after show. Thanks for listening to the Animals to the Max podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with friends and family. Also, if you haven't already, hit the subscribe button. It really helps me out. As always, if you have any guest suggestions, if you want to email me personally, head on over to CorbinMaxi.com. And if you haven't already, check out our social channels. You can follow me at CorbinMaxi on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We'll talk to you next time.